When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. The New York Times has named Arden one of their top ten hosts. And just this year, the Dog Writers Association of America has given this show, Four-Legged Life, its top radio award. Arden is driven to live her motto, Bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T E V R A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today has been a champion for companion animals for decades. She is a best selling author and a go-to veterinary expert by leading radio and television shows all over. Please join me in giving pause and applause to the versatile and talented Dr. Carol Osborne. Welcome to the show, Dr. Carol. Thank you so much for having me. I'm deep in the heart of Dallas, Dr. Carol, which you know the temperatures are awful. Heat is not a good friend to dogs or cats, is it? Uh, you know, no, it, it isn't. And something a lot of people don't realize, Arden, is that uh, unlike you and I, uh, pets don't sweat. Uh, so they are far more subject to getting overheated uh, more quickly than, than you might than you might realize. Yeah, uh, explain that because I know that when I moved from California to Dallas, I did not perspire. I sweat all through my pores, all over my body. So tell us a little bit because I know they don't have the same kind of skin as we do. So I've seen, what are some signs that a dog or a cat is getting too hot? Well, you probably will notice the only way that dogs and cats can lose heat is to open mouth pants. Um, so if you see your pet with their mouth open and their tongue kind of goes from uh, light pink to a, a much darker, almost purplish color, uh, those are the beginning signs. And as as they get hotter and hotter, um, they'll start to drool, pant, uh, stagger. Uh, if you should see that, certainly you want to bring them inside into a nice, uh, cool, air-conditioned environment, uh, offer them something cool to drink. If you have your handy little first aid kit or a nice thermometer, uh, take their temperature, normal temperature uh, in dogs and cats, uh, anywhere from 101 to 103. Uh, when okay. you start to hit about 105, 
uh, very dangerous because then we risk brain damage. So wow. bring your pet inside, give them something cool to drink. Uh, if you can, make a little cool bathtub. Uh, that's easier with dogs than cats. Um, <laughs> put your dog in a cool bathtub and submerge the head. That's a big deal. And call your veterinarian. Go, go over the situation. In most cases, everything would be fine. Now, I've also heard, and please verify, that when a dog or a cat is getting too hot outside, they will actually sweat through their paw pads. Well, the one place that pets do have sweat gland, um, underdeveloped, uh, poorly functional sweat gland is, is in their feet, in, in their paw pads. Um, and so, hence, that's why they open mouth pants. <laughs> okay. So, and, all right. Teach uh, pet first aid. I've been doing it for 12 years, veterinary approved and everything. And I have a line that tell people that they don't, they can use, as you suggested, cool water, never ice, because I say ice, ice, not nice, baby. So what's the danger of someone trying to give an ice bath to a dog or a cat who's overheated or have them eat ice? Yeah, that, it's too extreme. Remember, we, we, we want to do everything in moderation. So cool water, cool, cool cloth, um, stay away from the ice uh, at, at a moment, at a moment like this, if you will. And, you know, something else that's heavy, they've got all these health trackers. Uh, you, you could, you know, okay. put one right on your pet's collar and, and they'll give you your pet's temperature, heart rate, respiratory rate, et cetera. Um, so th things like that are, are easy and the wearable tech collars uh, can help an owner to become aware of something like your pet's overheating uh, where you otherwise, uh, you know, might not know that. Yeah. Now, I I feel like I finally got a smartwatch, so I guess I'm with everybody now in the this year, 2023. But you sure. tapped into something I think is pretty cool, and there's technology happening in the world of pets, dogs, and cats. What's your take on some of these wearable uh, tech monitors? Are they starting to get the bugs out and be very effective. I I think I think that they're they're terrific. Uh, you know, you, they they hook right up to your cell phone. So they can alert you as well as your veterinarian um, to to all kinds of issues uh, at, at at a moment's notice. Um, so you know, look look into them. You know, watch out for all the sales hype. But uh, yeah. I, I I think they're terrific. And you know, another thing, Arden is um, you know pet pet sunblock, um, especially if you have a, a light skinned or a pet uh, without much fur. Um, you know, they could get, get sunburned and be subject to skin cancer, uh, just like you and I. You, you want to find uh, a pet sunblock with an SPF 30 plus and remember no zinc oxide. Uh, oh, it's okay for people, uh, but it, but it's toxic to pets. And the most sensitive areas, uh, for the sun would be, uh, the nose, the ears, the feet and the tail. I, I did not realize it. What is the deal with zinc oxide for us and our skin versus dogs and cats? I didn't know that. Read the labels. Yeah. Very important then. Yeah. Re always, always read your, always read your labels. I can't tell you the exact uh, toxic principle, but I can tell you that, that uh, that's, that's a wow. big no, no. 
uh, when it comes to pets. And something else to remember is uh, for for you pet lovers out there um, that have the the little uh, flat-faced breeds, Frenchies, Pugs, Bostons, um, remember that those dogs, by virtue of the breeding, they already have respiratory compromise. So they are twice as sensitive to overheating um, as a as a regular dog with a normal respiratory tract, um, and 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 those dogs uh, really be careful because it doesn't take much uh, for for them to go into respiratory distress. Now I just I don't know you probably know this too, but for thirty one years, the Labrador Retriever has been considered the top dog by the American Kennel Club as popular breeds. Sure. And this year, it's the French Bulldog. What do you think about that, Dr. Carroll? Well, I, I think that they're very cute. Uh, <laughs> as you just mentioned, uh, America's most popular pet. What's what's unfortunate when we are America's most popular pet is uh, we get overbred and we get inbred and, yep. and everything else. So health issues uh that uh that new pet owners uh are forced to live with for a lifetime become become more and more prevalent so in addition to the respiratory efforts um there are other problems that i as as a single veterinarian here in ohio uh see more often than not uh with uh you know tummy troubles and different yeah. skin troubles the things like that. So they're wonderful dogs, but if you're, too, right? Oh yeah. yeah. If you're going out to get, get a Frenchie, you really need to do your homework and watch out for those online puppy mills because they're, they're, they're everywhere. Um, so you end up with a dog that brings you happiness for the next 15 or 20 years, uh, as opposed to a big pile of vet bills. I like it. So, um, we've talked about, you know, paying attention to the cues and all that. There's a lot of folks um, that like to take their pets to a beach or have them swim in a pool or be on their boat. Um, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, uh, Dr. Carroll, I'm hoping you can unleash some uh, safety tips on that aspect of Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, everybody, you know the drill. Just sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I am digging our special guest. She is Dr. Carol Osborne. She has created a lineup of very, very, very good products for our pets. Lots of tips and tricks. So, all right, there's some pets that dig being in the water. Uh, There's some pets that are on boats. There's some pets that are going to be popping in a pool. Um, What are some tips you can give us to keep them safe? Well, first of all, remember that not all pets can swim. So if you're thinking of taking your, your pet to the, to the beach or to the pool, you might consider, uh, first of all, getting a pet life jacket that fits well. And second of all, get your pets some swimming lessons. And I know that sounds silly, but that's the truth. Now, if you have a very old or a very young dog or a dog suffering from a chronic you know, health issue, those dogs are best off not swimming. If you have like a sighthound or a, or a whippet, 
hardly any body fat. They're not buoyant, so probably not a great idea. And then we come back to the Frenchies uh, and yep. the flat-faced breeds, um, and and they have uh, cute little bodies and short little legs that are less than ideal for swimming. But if you got a lab or a retriever or another type of a dog like that, they probably will love to swim uh, as as long as they know how. Remember that uh, that seawater, if you're at the ocean, it's uh, and pool water is not a substitute for drinking water. So you're going to have to bring uh, some nice fresh water with you. Um, you're going to have to be right there with your pet all the time. Never leave your pet alone at the beach or or at the pool because accidents happen and they could slip in and drown uh, very very quickly. Remember that the decks around a swimming pool, just like the grass and the sand at the beach, get very, very hot. I tell my patients, if it's too hot for you to walk outside barefoot, it's too hot for your pet. So you can get booties and there's little things you can put on their on their foot pads. But, you know, be aware of that. I see pets all summer long coming in and their foot pads literally are, are they, they burn. They burn right off. Ouch. What um, about with uh, water in the ear? Because that, to me, I remember I grew up on a lake. That's a, 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 a great point. They call it swimmer's ear. Uh, so if you got a pet that loves to swim, when we're done swimming, rinse, rinse them off, get get the, you know, the bacteria, et cetera, from the water or the chlorine off their skin and clean out their ears. Their ears need to be uh, clean and dry, whether it's the chlorine or, or, or the salt water. Um, and if you if you don't have a little fancy veterinary ear cleaner, uh, you, you can make your own with a 50-50 distilled water uh, to white vinegar. Use a cotton swab and, and, and get the ears so that they're so that they're clean, clean and dry. And um, no matter how much fun they're having, uh, just like with a child, uh, you know, yeah. after 10 or 15 minutes, they need to come in. They need to have a rest period uh, and, and relax a little bit because uh, they will fatigue. Um, and then, you know, heat stroke is right around the corner. So you have to use good common sense and, and be on be on your toes at all times. And if you're driving around here and there, remember that the worst place for your pet is in a parked car. Um, if it's 80 yeah. outside in a parked car, it'll become 120 degrees in, in 10 minutes. So they, they've made it a law in, in most states, uh, but never leave your pet in a parked car, no matter where you're going, um, and especially if you're going to the mall. Oh, thank you for saying that. I do want to shift gears a little bit because you know so much about so many topics to help our pets. And I love the fact that uh, you went to um, Ohio State. Is that right? That's where you got your veterinary degree? I, I did. I'm a Buckeye. It's the Ohio State. It isn't Ohio State. It's the, right? Did I do it right? Uh, I don't know about <laughs> the. It might be. Well, they always <laughs> say, like when they have football games, the football player from the Ohio State. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I humbly That's... only went to Purdue. I went to Purdue. But well, um, Purdue is wonderful as well. Integrative veterinarian. That's a nice title because it seems like you're embracing both worlds. Can you talk about what made you? Get into that and maybe share a few holistic treatments for our dogs and cats. You know, I am so, something you might find interesting, Arden, is is that the current estimate is over four hundred thousand dogs drowned in swimming pools 
each year. Are you kidding? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I did not know so, that. Yeah, that that's that's a big number. Now, as far as being integrative, what integrative means um, is that it, we integrate or combine uh, traditional Western veterinary medicine with the softer, more natural, holistic Eastern therapies so that we can optimize optimize health and wellness for each individual pet uh, based on their specific needs. Makes sense, doesn't it? I like that, Mer uh, bridging both. Yeah, absolutely. You have to remember that, you know, m more chemicals and more pesticides uh, are, are not in many cases the best path to optimal health. So you, you have to, you know, make, make pertinent judgments uh, that apply individually and specifically uh, to, you know, to, to each pet. So um, you created drcarol.com. Tell us what that's all about, because you, you have... You're not only treating patients, you're also created a line of uh, supplements and other things that are designed to bring out their best. Well, oh, thank you. I, I did. I have a, a, a one of the products that I patented, uh, PAAWS PAWS, is a, a pet anti-aging wellness system um, given, given to dogs uh, as a chewable treat in the morning and evening uh, based on age and body weight. Um, it's a combination of about 46 different natural vitamins, minerals, herbs, uh, antioxidants, enzymes, uh, anti-aging wow. factors, uh, et cetera. And um, we, uh, it's been on the market for uh, 21 years uh, to date. Um, Congratulations. In our, in our original clinical trials, um, what, what we found is that um, you can absolutely uh, turn back the clock or reverse retard the aging process if 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 you will uh in in your in your pet um what what we found was that um instead of pets coming you know spending a lot of time at the vet i guess if you will uh between the ages uh, of 7 and 9 again that was 21 years ago we were able to extend the healthy lifespan of of these dogs uh, by 2 to 3 years which um, wow. which is a lot when you think about the lifespan of, of, of your dog. I love it. Hey, everyone. We're speaking with Dr. Carol Osborne. She is a go-to veterinarian on many, many topics. And uh, do you have a parting message for everybody today? Because I've been, I've been schooled in a good way with you today. <laughs> well, I would say enjoy the summer. Don't let your pet get overheated. And we look forward... Uh, to having some more conversations with Arden. And listen, guys, if you're at the beach, um, salt water, drinking the salt water for your pet, it, it's not okay because many dogs end up with salt water toxicity. So go to the beach, go to the pool, and keep a lot of fresh water handy. I think that's great advice. You're uh, making a splashing success there, Dr. Carol Osborne. <laughs> well, well, thank um, you. You know the drill. Just sit, stay. We'll be right back. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us this week. We appreciate it. And uh, while I got you, do you think you could a uh, little belly scratch? Oh, oh, yeah, that's it.
What's up, pet pals? Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, it's me, Arden Moore. Hey, our guest has 12 patents and counting. He has four decades in product development and food technology, and he is here to talk about one of his latest products he's helped create. It's called, ready for it? It's kind of cool. Collywags. Yep, Collywags. Please welcome to our show, a renowned scientist, Mark Levin. Mark, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me today. I mean, I was reading your resume and my my brain was hurting. And I was just reading about what you have done, not what not you doing them. I mean, as a little kid, were you sitting on a rocking on a swing set saying, one day I'm going to be a scientist. I'm going to be a product developer. I mean, what was your kid dream? <laughs> I guess. Uh, you know what? Growing up, I really didn't have much of a dream. I I I enjoyed doing a lot of things and being in the right place at the right time. Um, all things came together and uh, put me on the track to where I'm at. So what is the one thing you really want people to know who you are? Good question. I am a person that that tries hard to please people and tries very hard to find creative ways to resolve issues. And you do a lot of it in the pet world, don't you? I do. I do. And and also in the human world. I like that. I like that. So let's let's dive in because you spent a, a number of years at Sargent uh, Pet Products, and that's a pretty well-known company. Um, and then you work with uh, Tevra. And by the way, shout out everybody. That's the sponsor of our show, Tevra Pet. We appreciate them. What is Collywag? We've been teasing people. What the heck is a Collywag? C-O-L-L-A-W-A-G. <laughs> Well, that was a creative name for a product that we developed. Um, it it is a chew product that that has um, collagen in it. Um, okay. So it it's it's good for for dental and it's good for nutritionally for um, connective tissue and 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 the general health of the dog. Yeah, I don't think any dog can wag a tail if they don't have any collagen in them. Correct. <laughs> well, that, that that is true. That is true. So it comes. It's my understanding. There's a beef, chicken, and peanut butter. Is there any other flavor? Currently, those are the three flavors that that we've developed. Um, that doesn't mean that there wouldn't be some down the road of of another flavor. It it always um, moves with the market. So, have you ever tasted one? I have not. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> okay. But I understand you have a couple of wonderful dogs. Uh, you call them your rescue dogs. Uh, you have Lucky and Sadie. Um, are they lucky enough to maybe one day or have they tried Collywags? Oh, from the very beginning. Yeah, the first okay. shots that uh, of, of the first formulas coming off, um, they, they are my taste testers um, <laughs> for just about everything I do. So tell us the backstory, Lucky. I mean, that sounds like we know why that dog got that name and, and Sadie. So let's start with Lucky. Well, Lucky is a, a dog that was actually out in the wild for the first eight months of his life. And wow. uh, he was uh, actually living amongst about close to a hundred other dogs all out in the wild in a farm that had been forgotten about in Northern Missouri. And there were, there was a rescue group um, located in Northern Missouri that came across this acreage 
and wow. started to collect whatever dogs they could to, to rehome them. So what does Lucky look like? How old is he? And I know he's lucky that he has you for a pet parent. Yeah, and I appreciate that. And Lucky um, is a very, it's a large dog. Um, we don't really know exactly what the breeds are. Um, kind of okay. looks like a German Shepherd, kind of looks like a, a lab. Um, may have a little coyote in for what all we know. Um, but he's got a little PTSD and uh, he, he suffers from seizures. So oh, um, he is a, a challenging dog, uh, doesn't trust other dogs because I'm sure in, in his early years fending for food, um, yeah. he was he was la most likely one of the last ones to get food. How old do you guesstimate he might be? How old do you think? Well, he's coming up on um, eight years with us. So okay. somewhere in that, you know, eight, nine years. You know, close yeah, to but I think he loves you. That's for sure. I bet. Oh, he he tends to follow me wherever I go. <laughs> All right, you got a shadow dog. Well, you did say you have another dog, so I'm hoping everything's okay between he and Sadie. What's what's the story on Sadie? They get along. Um, I would say that uh, they tolerate each other. Um, not That's so much fair. on Sadie's part, but on Lucky's part, he's he's pretty. Mm -hmm. He's pretty territorial and pretty concerned about any other dogs around him. So when Sadie's out of eye shot of Lucky, what's Sadie's personality and what kind of dog is she? You know, she's pretty fun loving. Um, and again, I, I have no idea you what kind of- You got a canine of... cocktail, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> yeah. So what's something fun she does that you enjoy? Well, she, just her personality, chasing things and-, and um, how she comes up and and and, and almost wants to talk to you. Uh, really? Yeah, she's she's very very funny, very smart dog, very stubborn though. She is very okay. stubborn. Well, you didn't get two easy um, dogs that just sit around. I mean, that's all right. And as a scientist, I mean, your whole mindset, I think, is looking at issues and how do I make life better? Is that correct? Would you say that's your scientific mind? That is very true. Yeah. 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 So. We're going to talk more about collagen after the break, but before we take a break, I mean, tell us about how your mind works. I mean, when you're thinking of something, where do you learn? Because some of these paths, you got 12 patents. That means you created something that was never done before, correct? That is correct. Um, very That's, true. I mean, how, I mean, do you wake up in the middle of the night and jot stuff down or how does your, I want to get in your brain, Mark. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens. Um, you know, most of the time it's being around good people that have ideas, you know, things that they'd like to see but can't figure out how to do it. And so we we talk about what where where the needs are, where the opportunities are, and then I put my mind to it. Um, oh my gosh! So before we talk about Collywag, which I love the name, now I know collagen meets a wagging dog. That's pretty clever. Um, what would be something else in the pet uh, space that maybe you had a hand in helping? create well you know there's a, a number of products that that have been in and out of the market um some are still in um we i, I designed some some ball throwers uh oh. some, some uh, electromagnetically charging balls that flash and and glow at night um some solar powered balls that 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 uh, charge in the in the daylight when you throw them the, the the solar panel on the inside will face upright to the sun. 
and constantly charge. Um, and then at night, it'll flash. During the day, it flashes. Wow. Um, you know, it's really helpful um, when you're trying to play catch with the dog at dusk, where, yep. where things are a little bit dim for the dog. Um, you can easily see the balls. Or at night, when you are out playing, um, they, they're very bright, very noticeable. I like that. We're speaking with a, 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 an amazing scientist. His name is Mark Levin. And is there a place people can find you? Do you, you have a website or anything on social media? Or how do we track you down? That's a good question. Uh, I'm, I'm only only uh, available by email. Um, okay. I, I, I have enough business um, that keeps me busy enough that I don't really have a website, but always looking for more opportunities. Um, to, to work with people. I work pretty closely with companies. Um, a lot of the companies I work with have come back for second, third, fourth, and fifth projects. I like that. I like that. We're speaking with Mark Levin. He's he's quietly powerful. He's being humble. But we're going to talk about more of what it's like to be a scientist, how to create products after we take this break. You all know the drill. You have to sit, stay. We'll be right back. This is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And now you never have to miss not even one second of any episode. Why? We're on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. (laughs) Bringing out the best in pets and their people, this is Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. Welcome back to the Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and I am getting schooled in a very good way with a scientist of renown. We're talking Mark Levin. And Mark, all right, I'm going to dive into Collywag, all right? Because I know that when dogs chew, it sometimes helps to keep them calm, keep them occupied, take off some of the surface tartar. There's a lot of products out there. Some are really good and some are downright dangerous. And being a man that has rescued two dogs so far, I don't know your whole dog history, but I'm thinking you're thinking like a consumer and also like a safety person when you're creating a product for a dog, correct? That's very true. So Um, talk about how you kind of created, help create this product because there's different ones out on the market, but you're looking at their flaws and saying, we're not going down that path, right? That's what we try and do. Um, absolutely. Um, if it's not something that falls in line with something um, similar to what we've created before, then you know certainly we take a look at the marketplace, look at the products out there, find ways to differentiate our products from theirs, and then go to work. So what <laughs> makes Collywag stand out? like a Great Dane next to a bunch of Chihuahua chews. What is it that you found in making it that it was much needed? So a lot of the collagen products that are out there are, are based off of um, rawhide that's been converted to collagen. As, as that's done, obviously they're, they're looking at chemical treatments to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will pick up a product that looks like a rawhide, but yet it claims to be collagen. A lot of that collagen is not available nutritionally. Um, rawhides oh. really aren't digestible. And so um, as people are taking rawhide and breaking it down from rawhide down to the pure elements of rawhide, which would be the amino acids that make up mm-hmm. the protein, they would stop the process along the way 
to get what's available in collagen, but not totally lose the form of the rawhide. And so the big question is, is really how much of the collagen is available for nutritional uptake? And that's always bothered me. Um, it, because if you hydrolyze collagen or rawhide all the way down to collagen and pure amino acid, there is no structure. It's virtually gelatin. Whoa. So obviously these people are stopping along the way because it looks still like rawhide. The problem with this whole thing is you can't measure collagen directly. There is no methodology or test to measure how much collagen is available nutritionally. Mm -hmm. It can tell you how much um, collagen is, is there, but not necessarily nutritionally available. And that's been the struggle with a lot of companies because you can't claim that it's collagen if it's truly rawhide. So Collywag, though, you've taken it a step further. Right. We, we went and found a different source of collagen. Um, we went to the soup bone industry where they're cooking down the soup, oh. bone, you know, the bones yeah. and, and the collagen that comes off of the, the broth is what we use in our collagen, in the Collywag bones. Collagen is water soluble. It's, it's coming right out of the, the, the soft tissue. And, and that's more available nutritionally. And its cousin, bone broth, is also a very good treat for dogs, keeps them hydrated, keeps them good nutrition, right? I don't know if you've ever made bone broth for um, Sadie and Lucky, but, but I'm so glad that you kind of broke it down. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's easy when you start talking down through things in a way that everybody can relate to. And and that's typically how I've had so much success, um, as opposed to talking about things in scientific terms that confuse people and people can't follow. There's a passion and there's a purpose. And I think that's what you're about. So when you get a patent, I mean, it's got to be a pretty exhaustive process. You got to dot your I's and cross your T's and all that and then do a little pray. And that's absolutely true, especially the last 10 years. Um, the patent office has been real tough trying to find anything they possibly can find that's remotely close or similar in any way. Wow. And they use that to reject the patent app, uh, application. So it absolutely, um, it's a feat to, to get it through um, these days. Now, did this get a patent? Did the Collywag or is it pending? No, the Collywags, um, it would be difficult to get a patent on the Collywags. Okay. So for us mere mortals, can you give me an example of one or two um, patents that you have that people might go, hey, my bowl, did you hear what Mark Lavin did? He did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I've got a number of patents in a lot of different areas. Some are electronic, some are edible, some are, are, are consumable products for humans. I do have a product that just came through the patent office over the last couple of months. Okay. And, and this is a product that serves a need in the marketplace and we're still trying to, to to commercialize this but the patent came through so when dogs are forced to take medicine if it's not a medicine that is in a dog friendly form in other words a, yep. a tablet or or a capsule um there's a large number of dogs that are chewers and a large number of dogs that are gulpers and the dogs that are gulpers you can wrap that in anything that's flavorful and and the dog will eat it and you won't have any problems right but the the chewers are difficult because once they bite into a tablet or a capsule 
no matter what you've got on the outside, the second or third time you try and pill them, they're going to take their tongue and unwrap that pill or tablet uh, or capsule and spill it out. Yep, spit it yeah. out. And they'll yeah. eat the treat. And then they'll look at you for more of that treat. <laughs> so what do you got? We created, an, it's virtually an edible, sticky material that is inside of a non-sticky material. So it's, it's very much like a treat, like a typical treat. But when you stick the pill inside of the real sticky material, the dog can't take his tongue and unwrap it. Ah, ah, grasshopper, you're out full you're out boxing the canine. Nice, nice. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you back when that gets all approved and uh, anointed and all that. That's pretty neat. Now, you also, we've got about a minute left. See how fast this goes? You also, <laughs> uh, I believe, are on the advisory board to the FDA and to Health Canada. That sounds yeah. very prestigious. <laughs> yeah, well, th that was years ago. And, and it, oh, okay. it, it happened um, it, when there was a, an outbreak of salmonella back in nine, 1999 and 2000. It was the first time that the, that the human salmonella infection was tied back to pet treats. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and at that time, they, they needed to pull scientists together from the pet industry, um, people who understood food science. Um, I was doing work up in Canada and I was doing work in the United States. And it just so happened that my paths crossed with several agents in both, both uh, um, departments. So Health Canada, um, I was asked to sit on their advisory board. The, the, the poisonings that, that happened back then, and there was a lot of them, um, the form of salmonella was, was extremely um, intense. There were a number of kids that were irreversibly changed. Um, it was devastating. And it was the first time that, that CFIA or Health Canada had actually tied it to a source that wow. was not really looked at before, and that was pet products, pet treats. So <clears throat> it, just shortly after that, all the I issues started to spill into the United States. And so the FDA started to, to get involved, and it became a very big deal. And that's that actually initiated um, guidances for pet manufacturers in terms of food safety well i can say this mark you've come a long way baby <laughs> i mean your thank science, you your science is <laughs> is amazing i love that you have two dogs that are uh you plucked from the streets um anything you want to say to people about uh, checking out collarwags oh I, I i would encourage people trying it um, as soon as it hits the market and it's, it's going to be moving out soon and over the next couple months through a number of outlets. So when you walk into a pet supply store or anything and you see it, come on, it's gotta be a little pride. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Especially when it shows up. Pet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's exciting. All right. That's it for our show today. It goes by so fast. I want to thank all the radio stations coast to coast, and they keep getting more with our show for hosting our show. I also want to thank all you listeners for tuning in. Humbly, I have some big news. Our show, Four-Legged Life, just won top radio show from the Dog Riders Association of America. Thank you all for your support. Until next time. This is Arden Moore saying to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there, pause up! 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And by Dog TV, the first channel created to bring relaxing video and music for dogs. Online at dogtv.com. That's dogtv.com. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.